0: your 1994 national champions, the original pipeline. Was that touchdown a plan run or was that Something that you just saw, so you took it.
1: No, nah, it was a plant run, so, I mean, I seen the end zone, and I was like, alright, so you gotta get in. <laughs> Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, the Husker Fan Sports Show. Welcome
2: to the Go Big Redcast. I'm your host, David Gaspers, and I'm with
1: Honky. It was a great weekend. Uh, I want to thank all the people that heard at heard uh Bill, Gorman, uh, Sasha, everyone. We From golfing yesterday, Rob and I, to, to the great pipeline event that we'll talk a little bit about that happened last night, to everything today, Rob, you getting to go to the uh, spring game and be up there in the press box. Outstanding weekend. It continues tonight. We're at Redcast Central Embassy Suites. We're going to be drinking tonight, having some fun. We didn't lose today. It's a good day.
2: That's right, right. And I am with Redcast Rob.
0: Well, much like hockey, I would also like to uh, thank Kate and Bill Hipsher. Jeez, uh, who was it? Her, sports, Her.Sports, Media, Sasha, Avery, Marissa, um, you know, and being up at the press box today was awesome. And unlike our offense, I didn't drop the ball.
2: Wow. That's right, that's right, it's true. There was eight fumbles a day. Uh, I feel like I'm at the Academy Awards. There's a lot of thank yous going on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, wow. I mean, this is hopefully there's, actually hopefully there's no the punches music. thrown <laughs> between me because I might be in the crossfire, I don't know.
0: it would be a face last. <laughs> That'd probably be to you,
2: Dave. Uh, well, we did enjoy the spring game today. A lot of fun out of here. A little chilly. Got a that a little chilly.
0: Ooh, I don't
2: know, I was in the press box, um, nice and warm up. There. Anki bought a $25 uh, a pair of gloves so you could just get through the game. Uh, there they are right there. It's worth true. every penny, I would imagine.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, but last night, hockey, uh, we were in Omaha at the Hill Varsity Club. Had a great time at the original Pipeline event. You want to talk
1: about that? Yeah, so uh, Dave with Huskies, we had him on Monday night, uh, Rob and I did. And uh, he had just chance to kind of promote it a little bit then. But, it, I mean, it was sold out weeks ago. And the entire 94 pipeline, left tackle, Rob Zaska, left guard, Joel Wilk, center, Aaron Graham, right guard, Brendan Stey, right tackle, Zach Weger, And it was a, a great event there. Uh, we got to sit at a the table there with Kent Pavelka, Gary Sattelmeyer. We had um, uh, Tyler Kai, front of the, the program. Uh, the No Block, No Rock guys were sitting at the table, too. It was a fun, just a fun hour leading up to the event. We had the general guys there,
0: too. Ken, uh, yeah yeah Ken, Ken and Ken Scott. yeah
1: you want to get closer to when you're talking about um, do it do i really you do are well, you sure
2: so it, it, it was a great table first off it was a great table I oh the say. stories full and, of and uh yeah That's having so gary saddlemeyer and Kim velka there, pretty pretty cool hey honk i mean that had it was it a great experience
1: so is sitting where you are to me and yeah. said, it was so odd it was odd hearing this voice coming right out of the, the, the corner here and i'm like that's Gary Saddlemyer's. Right the there. recesses of your mind uh-huh. where like
2: literally you're hearing stuff like when you were a little kid in the 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, it, it was crazy. And, and they they gave some great stories. Gary Saddlemer does a great Bob Devaney impression. <laughs> I mean, as good yes. as as good as they come. Yeah. So uh yeah. great stories there with the uh, yep. with Kavalka and everything. And and then really the, the stars of the night weren't uh all the other celebrities that were there. It was the it was the the pipeline. And uh, welcoming all those five back together. And and they had a great event there, uh, Pipeline Jerky. Uh, again, that's another promotion for them. That uh, money there goes for NIL to to make the gray shirt guys yeah. today better. Yeah. And uh, we're all for that. Yeah. gray you know,
0: shirt
1: guys, I like that. Husk Hus guys,
2: great job hosting oh, it. Yeah. Heard at and Hell of just phenomenal work. But you're right. The stars of the show was, were the original Pipeline. And, you know, I mean, it's one of those events where you're not quite sure um, what you're going to hear and, and and how well some of those guys can like really tell stories and everything. And they were great. I mean, like every, uh, all five of them had great stories about how they uh, became Huskers. Mm-hmm. We learned about the recruiting process, um, how they were kind of like developing within the, in the
1: program and then the 94 season. So it was uh, just a great night. I mean, two things that I thought were really good. One of them was, you know, it was well, Within the last week of Husker Nation, we talked a lot about the punch at the end of last last <laughs> right. week's scrimmage, and oh my gosh, you know, Coach Rule, get your guys in in order. And you listen to those dudes, and, and it's like, oh, that was that was every practice. You kidding me? You know, the Peter brothers and us. I mean, we're just we're throwing punches just to throw them at that point. You know, what I mean, that was yeah, yeah. And so that that had no effect on them. But one thing that did have an effect on them, and I thought this was really cool how they brought it up, and it's something that was kind of bothered me a little bit in the Orange Bowl game when they switched uh, Joel Wilkes and, and Brendan Stice, yeah, switched, switched yeah. them from left to right guard. And Zaska really went deep into that, where he's like, I've, I've been playing next to Joel Wilkes for five years, six years, including like the Shrine Bowl in high school, and and, and to make that switch. And Joel talked about seeing Temper, his coach, Coach Temper, just a couple of weeks before he passed. Mm-hmm. One of the last things, it was kind of an emotional thing where he's like, even Coach Temper, you know, talked to us about or told me about like, how that was a mistake shouldn't have done that. And that it was almost like a disrespect to, to Joel because Joel's a, yeah. a, was a great player too. And, and, and Stein was an all American guy, but, uh, but Joel could hold, you know, hold his own too. And, and, when it comes to fighting, they kept talking quite a few times about Joel that he was a uh, quite the fighter. Joel so- was
2: probably the fighter. Rob, I mean, what one thing that stood out to me uh during the event was how competitive those five guys were, um, right? And like, it's not just like being competitive against your opponent; they were so competitive
0: amongst each other, right? And that made them better. It, it did, and it. it, it um, when when it was funny watching them all interact because. You know, we got to see them before everything started. We got to see them while it was going on. We got to talk to them afterwards. And it was still all like that. And first of all, Zach is by far like in a room full of alphas. That guy That guy was like Zeus, (laughs) all right. Like seriously, I mean, there was like one. a sharp white shirt he had on? Yeah, it really like good looking dude. I seriously, if if anybody wants to question like him at all, he looks like he could go out and play tight end in the NFL right now. Like he he seriously built that way. But my favorite part about it was like him saying like, look. I didn't get in fights in practice. I would just tell guys, look, I'll be waiting for you in the parking lot. And he's like, and I <laughs> really would. He said, and, he said, and he said, I really would be working for him, looking for him in the, in the parking lot. And then, but my favorite story was how, like, when Joel and Brendan got switched afterwards, how Brendan was like, how Brendan was talking about how, like, he was literally, after that game, he was literally in a boot for a month and a half because Rob, Dr. Rob, we kept stepping on his foot during practice and in the game itself, he kept stepping on his foot and he actually broke his foot. So he was in a boot for a month and a half after that game because they weren't used to being next to each other. And so they didn't know how each other moved and, and Doc Rob just kept stepping on his foot over and over. And that was, that was probably my favorite story of the night. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it was a great night. A lot of fun. Uh, Hell varsity club again out there in uh, La Vista, it's just a, a great spot. So very cool. Very cool. And then we uh, turned our attention to uh, Saturday, right? So, uh, Honky, you had a quick guest spot on the uh, No Block, No Rock uh, podcast. And a uh, mm-hmm. very cold tailgate there um, mm-hmm. out uh, by Haymarket Park. And then we uh, got into the game. Uh, Frank Zolich, honored at halftime. Just a, a, a great experience. 65,000 people there, plus or minus in very chilly conditions and, but still a great time.
1: It was amazing. Uh, you know, the, the crowd that showed up there and I think it's announced at like 66,000 uh, it was cold. 66,024. And, well, and so, you know, you look at like what was Wisconsin had there today and it and was a pretty empty stadium minus one side of the field. And they, yes, they, they had some snow up there too, but pretty comparable te- temperatures. Yes. And that's a brand new coach coming in there too. Yeah, Luke Fickle. He's he's new there, just like uh, Rule is here. And I'm not trying to dog on on Badger fans. That's not the point here. Minnesota took their their uh, practice indoors and basically had a standing room only crowd around. They've the done that stadium. multiple
2: times with PJ, where they just do it inside yeah. their practice facility. Yeah,
1: sixty six thousand people there. And if it wasn't sixty six, if it was sixty, you know, if that's the the uh, the, the real attendant, whatever, I, that was a great crowd. It was crowd. more than most. It was more yeah. than most. And it was for, uh, you know, a team that went four and eight last year. And it's because I I think what Husker Nation, everyone give yourself a pat on the back for this. It's it's what Husker Nation's done. It's what Trev has done. Really having a pulse on this on this, uh, you know, what Husker Nation wants. We saw it with the new old Herbie and
0: halftime Frank Solich to bring Coach Solich back. And it was real football. And it was real football. It was real football. It, there was I mean, those guys were out there to hit each other. And it was great because we got away without any real injuries. I think a couple of the linemen limped off, but both of them came back in the second half. So, you know, and, and that was yeah, it's key to me, right? I think it was Hood was one of the guys and um uh, Prohaska was the other guy that both of them were taken off at one point, limping a little but not like afterwards, they were back on the field. So
2: yeah, so it, it was real football. I, was. I think that was probably the biggest outtake of this whole thing um, is that we actually watched real football, and I appreciate that. A lot of the spring games we have seen over the last decade or more have generally been just shoving matches, and we've actually saw some football today. And, you know, it wasn't always exciting football, and there was mistakes. We mentioned the eight fumbles. Yeah, That's, that's not great. I think <laughs> Coach Rule will also acknowledge that, and that's going to be something they're going to have to work on, mm-hmm. and he knows that, but – uh, hockey, I mean, when you're watching the game, you know, the first half is probably the most active, you know, um, you know, football we saw. I mean, what, what stood out to you? Well,
1: I guess what stood out to me right off the top is what you just said, the, the turnovers. I mean, that was every time I think it was the, I guess the red team would get out there. They pretty much fumble the ball There's or three
2: possessions in a right row right and, and yeah. it was
1: almost immediate. So yeah. that poor red defense was definitely getting plenty of a uh, plenty of workout. But, um, but obviously, I think that the star of the game uh, was Jeff Sims. I, I thought what he did from start to finish, Rob had an unbelievable viewpoint of this. And uh, being up there in, in the box and press box with your press passes, I mean, what were you hearing, I guess, during it? Nothing. You can't talk in the press. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Which is great for Rob. No, we did. really don't want Rob to
2: say
0: too much unless it's a very concise question <laughs> I will say, to a certain quarterback. I will say this is that <laughs> I, I will say this is that it, the best part about being up there was um like after every play, they tell you like who carried the ball, who was that, in case you miss it. But also, um, it was really cool because I got to kind of Pick the brains of a few guys in the media that that you know i don't get to talk to every single day but you know we we've met each other on friendly terms so that was a lot of fun um, The viewpoint of the game was, it's was good, amazing, it? And, and, yeah. and it was really good. I tweeted out my my viewpoint at, at that, and at one point, to to your point about the red team turning the ball over so much, during the first half, I actually tweeted out and said, I will no longer be, because I was trying to live-tweet the place. I said, I will no longer be tweeting out about the red team until they can complete a drive without a turnover. <laughs> so they eventually, I think, scored a touchdown in the second half, so I was they like, did. okay, I'm back. Yeah. But um, the white, team, yeah, the yeah, white yeah. team was great. Jeff Sims looked great up there. Um, you know, obviously, it's spring ball. They have not had an opportunity to really – I mean, this is the first time they've truly executed the offense in a game format. So that that says a lot. They had the running clock almost the entire time. I think the entire game itself, including – The second the halftime, half in particular yeah, it fast. Took, yeah. it took about two hours, I think, yeah. without halftime. Well, compared um, to what we were used to, though, yeah. I would take that, right? Yeah. I'm okay Every with that. Time, it's like the new baseball rule or something right? <laughs> yeah, true, uh, true. but but it was great I, I sat down i i got to go to the press conference and you had said something about i bet rule was was upset about the turnovers well somebody did ask him about those turnovers mm-hmm. and and he basically was like yeah you know like He's like, I should be out there. I should be really pumped. I'm standing I'm standing on the field. I'm right behind there so I can get a good viewpoint. And, you know, the offense is scoring, and I'm mad that the defense is letting them score. He's like, and then these guys are turning the ball over. And, of course, I want to just yell and be angry with them, and that's something I can just do in private on the side. He's like, and I would be throwing my headset, but I'm not going to do that while I'm out there because, you know, I just want these guys to go out there and learn from their mistakes. I want them to just continue to get better and grow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and one of the things is that we have so much to work on off of this tape because it was live so that going into the fall now they're going to actually have, they're going to know more about what it is they need to work on because the spring is more about like, you know, these guys don't really know each other. The coaches are feeling out the players. The players are feeling out each other, trying to understand like where to play by the time, now that they have all this on tape, by the time that they get to the fall ball and the fall practices, they're going to be able to go in there and hundred percent focus on just getting better and improving. And that message across the board with all, I think it was like four or five guys that came in and, and did the press conference afterwards. Mm-hmm. That was the common theme among all of them was, was that they just wanted to get better off of that, like offense and defense guys.
1: Well, and you heard at the very beginning, the, the opening intro, we had not only was Redcast Rob, you know, uh, a uh, card-carrying member of the press today, he got a question in. I did. He got a question into to, to Jeff Sims about the touchdown run. A well-constructed uh, I, question. A well-constructed, thanks, and Rob. I will I will say this, uh, Rob, because we didn't know that you asked the question. We actually saw it on on social media. Someone posted that he did, and Dave and I had the immediate same response of, "Oh God, what did he ask?" <laughs> but it was, good, it was a good question.
0: Credit to credit so, to Rob, man. So the fun there, there's actually a story behind it too, because it's classic Rob where. It's a sync story. Uh, yeah. I, well, I know Dave is gonna freak out if I ask a question. It doesn't matter what I say. And I'm thinking to myself, God. So I lean over Sam McEwen sitting to my left, and I lean over to Sam, and I go, I go, Sam, ask him about, ask him about the 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 five wide on that play on the touchdown, and ask him if that was a drawn up play or if that's just something that he saw and like decided like as an option just to run it up the middle. And Sam looks at me, he goes, You can ask it. And I and then it got really quiet after the after Sims finished answering the question and it just came out of my mouth and I'm shaking like I have video of it and like you might be able to see. I, 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 I would say that
2: Sam has more trust than I uh, yeah. do in <laughs> Rob and, so, and shaking, Redcast Nation honestly I, Sam thank you for encouraging this yeah, guy.
0: But I asked the question I got the answer I was looking for.
2: Yeah. And I was just like, that's a legit question. It was good. I, I,
0: that's, it's I, nice yeah, to well, know. And, and I will say, too, is the reason why I saw it is because the interview that we did, and oh God, we talk about it, but with Tom Osborne, when we talked about it, and he was talking about all the different, like we were like, joking, he like that four work. plays, right? But he would like run a couple, like run it, you know, run plays up the middle, whatever, go five wide. Everyone would think they're going to run throw the exact ball, and same then run play, run the exact though. same play, but yeah. up the middle, right? Yeah. A quarterback trap, right? Yeah. Is that what he called it? And so, and so for me, I saw that, I recognized it, and I thought, like, well, was you this a have learned so and, much. Well, and I owe it all to you, Dave. Well, actually, it's Honky. But <laughs> uh, it yeah, is. no, it's really
2: Honky. Yeah, so, yeah. Honky, uh, Jeff Sims, obviously a star of the day. Yeah. Um, not nine and thirteen. If I'm seeing here. That's that's really good numbers um, of some of the new players out there. Did anybody else stand out to you, offense or defense, that you want to comment on? He's new, but
1: he's certainly not young. I would say Kemp. And, and Billy he and, Kemp the you Fourth, know, yes. Can you and Alex, uh, Alex, good lord, Rob? Can you hand <laughs> me the uh, the sheet? Uh, we have uh, the official. Alex st- is Honky's son, <laughs> nah. so basically Honky's my daddy. You know, the side note: when <laughs> I was a kid, and I, I'm starting to understand at this age, my mom used to uh, yell at me, but like sometimes she'd say my sister's names first, even the cat's. She'd name. call you Heather or Beth. Yeah, and then she'd eventually say Smokey, and then she, <laughs> she would get to me. Honestly, that'd be a great nickname for you. Smokey. Smokey. So I was kind of like, you know, how can you how can you not remember your son's name? And now I'm her age at that time, and mm-hmm. I get it. There's I get a lot it. of
2: stuff going on up there.
1: Yeah, a lot of things. But this is pretty cool. We get the stat sheets, the official stat sheets that they handed out there. And uh, to go back to what I was saying, uh, Billy Kemp, uh, he had, you know, two catches, 39 yards. He had one punt return for negative three yards. It's not that the, the stats jumped off the page. The catches were pretty good. It, yep. It's that you can tell how they want to use him yeah. in the offense. And it mirrored what we talked with Coach Snodgrass from New York a couple weeks ago when he went to the uh the mm-hmm. the coaches uh, clinic uh scrimmage. And it's just that they're going to hand the ball off to him. They're going he's going to be a possession receiver. He, they're going to find ways to get the ball into his hands. And you could see that and, and there's some explosion there. He's not a burner, but he's he's going to he's going to make quick moves. He's going to make a guy miss. Good route runner. He, yeah. and he, yep great route runner and he's going to catch the, most important he's going to catch the damn ball which look Reliable. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on one guy for one play and I'm and then you I'm actually going,
2: called it out before he act the play actually happened. I was like there's what
1: Gilbert out there the tight end the big guy from Georgia I'm look how big him. he is oh my gosh and it just happened to be the play they ran him out for a, a pass and he dropped it look it's one play he'll be fine he'll you know he'll work on that but. It's one – got to catch we, the ball. We've seen him
2: catch the ball enough to know he can do yeah, it. Yeah, you got to catch uh, the ball
1: if you want to yeah, get out there. Yeah,
2: it's exciting. Fedoni had, like, one catch maybe. I think maybe – I don't know what the stats are. That I remember make, catching one that was short for a first. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, eventually I think Fedoni
1: and, and Gilbert are going to be a, a great combo there. I think uh, the show we did on Monday night where we were kind of predicting what the, the starting lineup would be, mm-hmm. first team and second team, I don't think we were that far off on, on a lot of them. Uh, Borkerger that tied in we had yeah. him starting with Fedoni and that that catch right away what so, was that up in the in the well, box so uh,
0: that that's another funny story so in the press box uh, a lot of people just so people understand in the press box they put out an announcement before the game during the game before the fourth quarter everything you have to be quiet up there there's they no only do that or, when you're there Rob. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but there's no cheering or rooting for for the team you have to basically be very professional you stay quiet after every play, they tell you who carried the ball, who threw the ball, like number 10 to number 23. And, you know, they don't throw out a bunch of names. They might do that during the season when, when it's known Mm -hmm. whose numbers are so, and, and, but there's no cheering in the press box. Like you cannot, and you will be removed. And so the very first, uh, very first pass to tight end like that over there. And Sims was, was really excited about that too. Somebody asked him about it in the, in the press conference. Um, You know, what was that like your first completion? And, I stood up and I almost clapped and then I just sat back down and I looked around to make sure because I got so excited to see that play because I've been waiting for those like big wide open tight ends running down the middle Mm -hmm. of the field. You know, it's, it's one of the best plays of football, whether it's pro or or NCAA. And I I stood up, go like this. And then I looked around and and just sat down right away. And I was just like, Oh, but it was fantastic. Um, A lot of, there was some protocols broken by some of the guys that were, up there longer and throughout the day it got a little but they all wanted to cheer but they all wanted right? to cheer. yeah are like, like, looked it, around and a lot of guys were like hands in the air like you know like not cheering uh, not making noise but it doesn't, it's it's doesn't make the, to see yeah it doesn't
1: make their life any easier to see us losing either they, yeah i mean this is <laughs> this is something that's, that's a little you know eye opening i guess for us it, and it goes over the whole weekend the pipeline event last night i, I talked with you know, uh, Chatel for 20 minutes last night, and yeah. we're going to have him on the show some yep. point this offseason. Rob, you were talking with McEwen. We had saddlemyer and, and Pavelka. Look, there are protocols, and you're professional when you're a journalist. But I think sometimes with the media, there becomes an adversarial fan versus media perception. And look, these guys are doing their job. These men and women are doing their job. Yes. and And they... It's not that they're rooting for the team, but they want the team to be successful because it, it, it doesn't make their jobs easier for it's us. Not funner to, to write an article about a winning team than a losing team. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt. Yeah, we get a fan a little differently than they do, but uh, at the end of the day, I mean, we all want to see
0: Nebraska doing well and and have something nice to write about. Well, and I had a and I had a conversation with, with a well-known reporter who I will not name him by name right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Who, thanks Rob yeah but you know he he has written a lot of negative stuff about like Nebraska football over the last few years and I don't blame him like in retrospect there's what good was there to say in a lot of things right like you can you it's can a paint a turn you want to be honest or and whatever you know we, integrity haven't, in we haven't made a bowl game say. since 2016 exactly. yeah, but like but I asked him I said so what are your feelings on what are your feelings on on this right now like how are you feeling about that and it was like I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, yeah, you seem a little bit like less tense than the last time I saw you at a game. Like you you seem way more relaxed and a little bit more like into it. And he's um, like, well, this is exciting. Yeah, sure. That's I what mean, he said. This it, is exciting. It is so. the first.
2: I mean, I mean, that's a good good way to transition, maybe to wrap this up a little bit. We want to keep a relatively short show. But to your point, Rob, there, I mean, like everybody feels good right now, yes. right? It's the first spring game of the first year of a new coach who has done virtually everything right i mean 99 percent of the stuff right over the first you know three or four months here right and so everybody feels right I, ultimately uh he couldn't lose today matt rule could not lose today mm-hmm. he needs to win when we go to minneapolis in august and then then colorado a week yeah. later right and, and and start off on a good foot right i mean we're, there's no guarantee here but hockey you've talked about this idea of the race to six and ultimately and the the next year is based off of how quick can Matt Rule and this squad get to six wins and it might take all 12 games we don't know but the the goal here I think that most fans and most journalists can agree to is like let's get to a bowl game and that is the race to six that is the
1: race and you know we have a questionnaire that Gavin had and he goes I uh, you know, it's not, we're not even past summer yet, but can I get your prediction for the games and what that, and that first game that Minnesota one. and, you know, we're, and Gavin, we're going to keep hitting on this over the course of the summer. We'll, as we get closer to the Minnesota game, Vegas Jer has been writing in here. We're going to be watching the game down there with, with Jer and hanging out with him that week. Um, that game's a big one in terms of when do you hit that six, you beat Minnesota. I think the race to six happens earlier. We're going to hit six earlier. Um,
2: but, well, just by winning that first just game. Winning, yes. I think mathematically yeah, that usually happens. I'm no genius. Guys, but, it's, but, but it's
1: also that early momentum. Agree, that Coach Frost has always talked about momentum yeah. and we never could get it under Frost. Beat Minnesota and you start to, you know, you start to get some of that early momentum and maybe some of those those wins can come a little earlier. Maybe the race of six happens in, in October versus November. But to the point, if it's. We're for five and six and yep. Iowa's coming to town beat Iowa, get to six race to six. That, that still applies. Um, we had a question here also from Bob Collins and I think this is a good one because if we're going to have any success, Rob, you've talked about it on, a, you know, all the time here about you want to see what's going on in the trenches thoughts on the old line, the gray shirt guys today. Uh, they, God, they played the whole damn game. Ben Hart mm-hmm. was out there in the fourth quarter. Yep. Um, I'm hearing
0: mixed reviews. Bob says, what well, what were you hearing up there? Whoa. Okay, you got the stat sheet there. I think there was only one or two sacks total um, on there, so that's that's something that good because the defense was swarming today. Yeah. You know, the defense was swarming. Um, my thoughts on the O line. You know, it, it's hard because they were switching, mixing up a lot yeah, of guys. They were right. they, they were really moving mixed. around. They were playing both sides of the ball. So the O line was yeah. playing all day. There was like 14 guys. I think I counted. Um, a couple of the guys looked like they might have suffered injuries, but I think they both came back during the game at at one point or another just kind of got you know turned up a little bit there on the field and and uh limped off but came back feeling fine so that is positive because I don't think there was any like major injuries I think the coaches even said that um you know the one thing that I noticed about the O-line was that most of the quarterbacks out there had had time when they were throwing the ball I think I saw Torres a couple times too where like the pocket started to close in on him and he was able to roll out to his right, roll out to his left. Um, the throws weren't 100%. But, again, this is a brand-new offense for all of these guys. So, it was it, – to me, I think the O-line, we're going to see improvement. You you have to. These guys have already played together for a year, a lot of them. Yeah. And they got the same coach, the same schematics, everything like that. So, I think there was improvement. I could be speaking out my back end. Sure. But I do I, think there I was think improvement. I think the
2: question a little bit there is depth – Right. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I think you're going to see an improvement um, the, to the question. You know, the mixed reviews are, are honest because we really don't know yet. And it's very early in, in this transition. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the, to, to, to your point, Rob, same same coach, a little different uh, offense. Yeah. But I mean, they're blocking the same way.
1: But I mean, like when you have lack of depth, there might be some challenges. Well, go back a couple of years and a very glaring issue that we had. And it's just it's the most basic thing in football is getting the ball from the center to the quarterback. And we didn't have any. <laughs> Boy, other, we, we didn't have a, a single while. issue with that, and we did a lot of nope, under, under center. Uh, was center. Good point. There was huh? a lot of under center. I a know a lot the first, of under center. First play of the game was a fullback dive. That's a fullback trap. That's a and then the ball being handed to Solich. I mean, that was a, that a was great cool. moment. But cool. uh, they, they got under center, which I think that's a fundamental piece of football too. Is that we can't just be an exclusively a shotgun team. But whether it was Ben Scott, whether it was Jenkins out there, first second team didn't matter that you saw some consistency from one line to the next, doing some of the basics. Look, there's, it's a long time between now and that Minnesota game. When I mean, this, this offensive line's got to get better. We might still hit the portal to get a guy or two on both sides of the line, just to build up some depth there. But I didn't see any glaring issues to go back to Bob's question there. I didn't see glaring issues on the line where I'm like, okay, the, we, we're we physically not where we need to be, or, or we're fundamentally not doing something. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there was a,
0: there was a few plays um, and, and you know what though, but, this is a credit to the defense like MJ Sherman at one point, I think he got into the backfield for like a five yard, you know, tackle for a five yard mm-hmm. loss. And um, he was a standout today. I noticed a lot of motion, a lot of guys moving uh, along the defense, and they weren't even really along the defensive line. There was guys like blitzing in and coming in from like I was like, "Oh wow, where did that?" that, that come sounds from? like a Tony White yeah. type. Defense, yeah, and it was right, like, "Oh wow, like where the did place. they come yes, from?" Yes, and sure. that, that's exactly and, right. and I will tell you right now that that's only going to make our offense better playing against those guys because they're not used to seeing those kind of looks all the time. Like on the other sure, side of the ball, there sure. aren't a lot of defenses like that in the Big Ten, right? Like a lot of times it's just guys going face to face trying to, you know, one-on-one matchups, but there was guys on the defense, like making just a small gap. And you'd see a guy like shoot through the gap and force the quarterback out of the pocket. It didn't always necessarily become a sack, but it was putting pressure on the, on the quarterbacks. And and sometimes you saw the quarterback make some nice throws and then there was some stuff sure. That, sure. but at the same time, it was a lot different. It felt different. It, it did not feel like the same kind of football where Last year, sitting at the spring game, I was I got bored watching the well, plays. This last, time, last I, year's
2: spring game is probably the low point of spring game of all time. Right. But that, 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 that's, that's even the that that that's it, that because Dude, of style. It is yeah. what it was. Let's
0: so yeah. uh, not even worry about that. But right. I, my my point being though is that there was a lot of interesting things going on out there on the field, even with the handoffs, you know, and like their motion and things like that. Before, yeah. so it was beautiful. Sure, sure. I, you know, I I think I think we could probably
1: try to do something that's a positive and maybe a constructive comment here. Maybe okay. a positive thing is. I'll ask, I'll ask a question here about what was your favorite play of the game. I'll give you mine first just so you guys have a, ch- a second to think about it. My favorite play, and it's no shocker coming from me, Harbert on the option. And to see that that run, and Dave, where you and I were sitting in yeah, the south, sure, sure, we got to really sure. see it open up from, a, from an end zone angle. And, I mean, there was great timing on it. There was great uh, depth with the, him and the running back on it. He could have pitched it at any time. But – that we've heard enough about Harvard being a, a really solid running QB. I thought he came out and he, and he did it really well on that play and went for 30 yards. And guess what? Option isn't dead with Coach Rule. I don't know that it's going to be, you know, 25% of the game or anything like that. I'm not trying to throw that stuff out, but just it's a part of the game. We saw it a little bit on social media over the course of spring. They showed it today and that just that one play that got me really
0: excited. Who's ready to, to, to go next? I'll go you go Rob. Uh, the tight end the past to workature sims to workature that got me. Oh. that got me like straight up and in every way you could possibly imagine that term meaning and also uh i i will say that the two the, the sims quarterback run up the middle like that i i just it gave me some really good visions of how good of a quarterback he can be in that in that option because he's got a great arm he's very accurate um and But like the fact that like he was just so big because he took a hit on that run right at about the five yard line and brushed the guy off like he was a running back mm-hmm. um, and right into the end zone. And so that to me, those two plays right there, both involving Sims. Um, I saw a CBS article here a little bit ago that I was reading and it was like, oh, the starting quarterback, you know, Casey Thompson is out right now. And I'm thinking, hold up. Like, obviously, this guy is just watching it on Big Ted or watching a replay. He's not watching the game because. There's going to be a real quarterback competition when when Thompson we saw Casey back. down there, he was yeah. signing he autographs. Had the that was so cool. Yeah. That was really he had good. The head yeah. head I think on both of them are. It's going to be a fun. They have hour. a, a lot of respect for each other, mm-hmm. and and they actually hang out and talk about the game a lot. Sim said something cool. about that in the press conference.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Dave, what was your? Moment? Um, I'll give you a short one and a long one. Okay, cool. Uh, short nice. one was uh, Thomas Vidoni catching the pass. That was not yes. Just the fact that he was out there and he's building up to or towards being a, a big part of this team in the fall is exciting um uh, other one the longer longer version of this answer mm-hmm. is uh the first snap under center and then every snap after under Center I love it it's because I don't I never want to hear this There's idea that we didn't it. practice There's it right yes. the idea I mean, and and they also took snaps and shotgun they did everything right we' yes. we don't, we don't I, I don't want to hear this that we didn't practice something right and um it, when we need to do it right yeah. um and uh, I think this team will be prepared you know, for any situation uh, come the fall. Amen. Um that's what it should be so.
1: Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, yeah. we've got Andrew here. He's saying his favorite one was the Sims touchdown. That was a great play there. We'd yeah, we be friends. You know, PJ. You know, we've got the MJ Sherman tackle for the loss. Yeah, <laughs> and of course we've Good got call. Coach Stein uh, saying, "You know, who's your favorite field goal kicker of the day? We love you, <laughs> Coach Stein." Um, you know, so maybe now the opposite side. Uh, a constructive comment here is. Do you have an area of the team, maybe a, a, a certain position group, can be offense, can be defense. We're now in the portal season again. Now that spring's done, we can start to expect, look, there's going to be 10 guys or whatever leaving the program in the next you know, week or so. That's just sure. bound to happen. We're at 80, 97 scholarships, and we got to get down to 85. Is there an area that you are – uh, most concerned where you really think that we need to add some depth doesn't necessarily need to be starters or maybe a starter, but yeah, yeah, but, but yeah I, hear two him. People, I hear you. Someone that's going to come in, and if a starter is hurt, this guy can play. Yeah, I'll start with you, Dave. I'll, I'll take the low hanging fruit, and Rob, you can probably ex- uh,
2: actually uh, just just add on to this, yeah. and that's this uh, uh, defensive line, yeah. right? Because I mean, bottom line is uh, Tony White's defense is, is based off of chaos, right? And we need chaos, right? So it's not that I I'm not. Disappointed with what they did today, but we just need more of it, right? Yeah. And I, th- I think that's just going to be we need more chaos up front, and
0: we need more depth to do that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, and and to your point, Dave, because uh, one, I think both lines could probably use some more depth. <laughs> sure, yep. but it was pretty cool. Jeff Sims had said, you know, he played Georgia Tech, and two years ago. I think, they played Syracuse. So he played against Tony White's oh, yeah. defense. And he said that experience actually helped him today to recognize a lot of the stuff that was going on because he had the experience sure. playing against oh, Tony White's defense. And so he was using that. So that could be a big reason why he was able to be successful today and look like the quarterback he looked like, which was our number one quarterback if, if all was said and done right. They had to make the decision today. Um, but I do think the the D-line, um, whether and, – and the D-line with – a white defense is a little bit different because, yeah, you could be running three guys up front, but then there's four linebackers or three linebackers or whatever it is. Um, so even those linebackers could "quote unquote" be considered D-line because they're moving around so much. So mm-hmm. I, you know, um, yeah. and then there's the more of it—that's all yeah, I'm trying, you are. Really. Yeah, I, no, absolutely, no, I yeah. agree with you 100. percent And that's that's yeah. the
1: point that I really—it's not about going into the portal right now to get starters. I feel like that's a that's a bet. If the concept is that yeah. we have to go in there to get starters right now, something's wrong. It's, but you need to get guys if you're going to the portal at this time after spring is done, where, where we know how important practice is mm-hmm. to coach practice. rule. Is that if we are going into the portal, then we at least need to get guys who are ready to play right away, meaning, hey, an injury happens and you're the backup, you're playing. And we need but guys just rotationally. If, I mean, the rotationally. Yeah. And, and across, across the lines, we need that both. And we can't afford, we can't, nothing against, you know, last year, but like Drew getting here in August and you're a D tackle. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not happen. You've got to get here as early as you possibly can because you've already missed out. We talked about this back in December, and yeah. January. What a developmental team means in the NIL transfer portal world is get here in January and be here now. Yeah. Anyone we get from this point forward, you haven't been here now, then you better get here in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Portal's
2: open right now, and Portal's they could open. be in, in. You could be enrolled in classes in June, and and you're yeah.
1: Yep. We need every second yep. of you. Yep. you know, yep. Here. Yep.
0: And, and I. This is kind of off topic a little bit, but speaking. Oh, of good, defense, Rob. No, good. Luke Reimer. I didn't hear his name much today. Was he playing today? Because I, that's a guy that, like, I expect to. Not, of wor- him. I'm
2: not worried about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, it, that, if, that if he yeah, didn't yeah. play today, I'm okay. That, I, mean, <laughs> doing, I do not need him or, Hen- or Henridge, Nick play. Yeah,
1: Henrich and Reimer have both been doing. <laughs> you know, battling injuries and, and yeah. uh Take the day over off. injuries. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering. Do, if a good question. Question. I don't I don't I know if I didn't, I didn't hear
0: them, about. but I get what you're saying, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean well we didn't need them either. They, really. Did they give
1: actually in the press box though, did they give any kind of like injury no. status report? There was there was nothing. I mean everything. we know we know certain guys like Casey Thompson and,
0: Yeah, and everything for, everything I gave was Huska. what was available to me out yeah. there. So yeah. they didn't do that. and yeah. that's fine. Because um, sure will today it was about the guys that were there, not about the guys that weren't I do
1: want to show a little bit of what they did give in this
0: it's I mean, rapid. you know, we had the uh,
1: the the coach uh, Solich thing there. The spring game. There was a little new Herbie Husker. Uh, yeah, you know, it's we get low, it's,
0: we get statues. It's, it's, nice. it's the rosters, so you got the red and the white roster on either side. So.
1: Look at that! Oh,
0: bring it down. Look at that dude
1: right there.
0: The new Herbie. The
1: new old Herbie. So, nice. oh, and here I do want to throw the Levi's thing because this is this is a uh, someone that's been talked a lot about. Thoughts on Princewell today, predictions for combined sacks with him and Cameron Ooh. next year. I mean, Princewell was very active. You got yeah. to see
0: it probably better from your advance. I actually point. have some good quotes from uh, M.J. Sherman, who has kind of become like the, the new leader in the locker room for the defense. Okay. He was asked specifically about those two guys, the, the freshmen that were playing in there. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, these guys are coming out there. And he says... I, I I don't even call them freshmen anymore. He's like, it's kind of a joke when you're playing football. Like guys get, he's sure. Like, they are not freshmen. They are football players. He said, and ne- from now on, I fully expect them to go out there and be these guys that are producing because they've. So earned some it, of the havoc, havoc was coming yeah. From, from yeah, from and the pr- and for yeah, example, and they yeah. and he basically just said these guys are football players and they're producing. They've proven they can do it, so they are no longer freshmen. They are just. Guys that are on the team, they're going to be producing this yeah, year, that's and great. that's that's huge. I mean, not, obviously, that quotes off. You can go back and watch the interviews. Everything heard out, we'll put them out. We'll probably put them out too because I've got, got all I've got all five interviews press post game that, that we can post. All that. So you earned it, Rob. You know,
1: but certainly Prince will, Prince will definitely you know he made a name for himself today in front of a uh, front of the crowd, and and same with Cameron there. That's it's a good start. The it's, spring game breakout star, maybe. Yeah, but there's always there one, yeah. right? <laughs> well, I guess it's better to have. It's probably better to have a young, yeah, highly rated guy versus you know the nothing gets nothing. You know, the fifth string walk on that just did well in the spring, and we see that every year. If you know it's someone that really legitimately is going to be, sure, you know, vying sure. for a position once we get to the season, yeah. it was and good. And, to and see. if
0: you're not following Jim in Minnesota, you should because if Prince Princewell for some reason doesn't become a freshman All American, you can just call him out on it because he's the one predicting. The world. <laughs> I mean,
1: but we, All have, right, we have John here. Line planes, line plays very concerning. Was wasn't impressed, too many misses. And that is that look, fair. I think that's, that's fair, fair. And that's so, that's what they have to address portal wise and just continue development wise.
2: Yep, yep agree. All right, guys. a uh, lot of fun here. Um I think that was a, a good recap. Um mm-hmm. we'll probably uh talk more about this uh in future shows. Let's uh get out of here with some parting
0: shots and I will go with Redcast Rob first. Oh, of course. You put me on the spot. Well, you know what? I just – I had a great weekend hanging out with you guys, Dave. You and I still have to drive home tomorrow. Honky, not looking greatest to host. <laughs> greatest host in the world. Um, I just – you know, shout-out to Hurtad again, um, setting me up with that press pass 100%. You guys golfed? Well? Oh, yeah, we did. Their, We, we golfed at Indian Creek. It was freezing. It was windy. Somehow Honky managed to hit a three iron, whatever distance he needed to hit it. It was like that scene from Caddyshack where uh, the, no, the guy it's was not like, that. Bad it was like the scene was, from Caddyshack where like the guy was having the best round of his life. And, and, you know, we we're having a good time. Right.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. whatever you, like, but you know,
0: and, and thank you. Thank you to everyone. It's, it's cool. It's very surreal being yeah, able to do is, the things that we really do. Cool. Um, And I appreciate all of you that listen to us and, and everything because um honestly, without you, there is no us. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. No, Redcast Rob. (laughs) There's no Redcast Rob. Actually, actually, if you really want to get into that without Dave, there is no Redcast Rob. And that's a longer story. You can talk about when I do my fan forum. That's right. That's right. All right. Get us out of here, Honk. Uh, You know, probably something we
1: normally do at the beginning of a show. I I do want to at least promote a future show here. And on Tuesday night, uh, Redcast Rob has got a special. He's with Miranda and Craig Coleman malachi's uh, parents that will be phenomenal great story just in general and and I, I can't wait to hear what they think and and get their impressions from today malachi was on uh the field at halftime with all the recruits from the class being introduced and i think that was a really cool movement uh you know a uh, moment mm-hmm. there and um you know i don't know at this point i don't even know who to, to thank for all that stuff trev seems to just have a pulse on husker nation and they do things that that just seem to to you know get they, good, resonate, good, yeah. they resonate and resonate they they uh, he's just doing things the right way, and we had Tyler Kai last night, and Tyler and yeah. Brendan Stuy works with him and, and we're talking with Brendan about it. It's just they're doing things the right way, and, and they're doing things the Husker Nation wants them to do. So be patient, Husker fans, Redcasters, be patient. Stick with these guys here. You know, there's going to be a loss the next season. I'll just throw that out there. We're probably not. We're going to lose. Go, probably not going to go 12 and 0. But you know what? There's good things happening. There's improvement happening, and stick they with them. It out.
2: That's right. All right, great stuff, guys. Really enjoyed it. It was a fun spring game, fun weekend overall. For now, let's call that a Go Big Redcast. Go Big Red. TBR. A Herd
1: at Sports
2: Network production.